Hey, this is Marty McFly, and you're listening to Hydrate Level 4 Presents Podstalgic, a film podcast on core temp arts. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a podcast? Welcome to another episode of Podstalgic. This is a podcast where we take a nostalgic look and rediscover movies. And I am your host, Peter, and joining me today is Mariano. How are you doing, Mariano? I'm good. How you doing, Peter? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I haven't talked to you in a while. We're doing a non-Tupac or Biggie-related A non-biopic. Non-biopic, <laughs> too. Yeah, that's true. That, 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 that's also a thing. Uh, for those that maybe <laughs> heard our Bohemian Rhapsody episode, there might have been a little bit of shade, you know? Uh, <laughs> throw your way, say, biopic. I, uh, it sounds I, uh, better. You know, I'll be honest. Uh, look, man. Look. <laughs> you look, you, you know work the, in the you medical know field. English is- you know English is my second language, number one. As mine. So that's why, start, that's why start, I say what you say. <laughs> so, right, exactly. I feel you're more intelligent, so I try to sound like you. <laughs> I didn't know I was saying it wrong, too, so thanks, Carly, for that. You know, yeah, I. it's okay. Well, you know, I'll talk to her during The Handmaid's Tale when that comes around. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, for those that listen to the show, um, I don't know if they know this, but you're actually one of my favorite people to collaborate with. You know, it's evident, you know, we've done La Bumbo, which we love the hell out of that movie. And oh, man, that Still was one of my favorite episodes of, uh, you know, to, to have recorded of all time. Uh, you know, you and I, we did the Tupac and Biggie TV show from USA. Um, we did, you know, so again, we've, we've done many, many things together. So uh, I, I'm glad to have you back for just like a, a holiday comedy. So uh, today we're talking about The Night Before, not a retro movie review like I typically do, but, you know, it's three years old, uh, you know, stoner holiday comedy, if you want to call it that. Uh, this movie is directed... And story is by Jonathan Levine, and uh, this stars uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He plays Ethan, uh, who is a guy who lost his parents uh, some years ago. And since then, his buddies Isaac, played by Seth Rogen, and Chris, Anthony Mackie, uh, they meet up every year around this time, and they paint the town red, so to speak. You know, always trying to find the best party, and they've been his family since then. Uh, on this evening, they run into Ethan's ex-girlfriend, Diana, uh, played by Lizzie Kaplan. Uh, Mindy Kaling uh, is her friend, Sarah, a small role there. And we got a cameo by Michael Shannon, uh, who plays Mr. Green, which we'll definitely mm-hmm. talk about later on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and many other cameos. We'll just bring them up as, as they come along later on. Um, but, Mariano, before we get into the movie... You know, you are one of the hosts of um, History of Color. Why don't you talk about that and maybe some of the other coverages you do at TV at My Brain? Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, so basically History of Color is the um, the baby of Allegra, my wife. She She's like, I want to, because she loves, you know, she and I were, were, we really like history in general. You know, like school, I really enjoyed it. But the one thing that people don't like about history is that it's boring or it's just numbers and dates, right? Dates and and it's like and that's part of it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. And and the other thing too, it's like you know what exactly do we learn in school? Is there like a lot of information omitted? Of course, because you don't have first of all a lot of room for curriculum. But at the same time, you know it's not necessarily like they're not going to tell us his historically in school we're not being told about anybody who is of, of color, whether it'll be uh, African American or Native or you know, like Latinx, Asian, you know, any anyone. So we try to pick different um, 
people throughout history and American history that have kind of paved the way or changed things or have done big things and that you may not heard about or even the famous ones like stories that you that were not told just because we're giving kind of like the the small like picture of their lives you know like for instance Harriet Tubman you know people would know that she was part of the Underground Railroad but there's so much more to her than that you know makes her like a true American hero uh, and so with that said, Allegra was doing it on, on her own and she'd, she'll have interviews here and there and different guests. And she asked me, she's like, I, I want you to be my co-host. And I was like, are you sure? <laughs> 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 number one, we can't cuss on that on that podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. You know? Or there's like, a, you know, basically we don't. And uh, and I'm like, and sometimes I'm going to kind of fly off the handle because that's what I do. I fly off the handle sometimes. You know, she's like the center, you know, and I'm just there like going crazy. So, you know, we do that and it's a lot of... It's really cool. I really enjoy it. It's a monthly podcast. It's usually no more than like 45 minutes or so. Sometimes we break it up into two, two parts if there's like a lot of information because we don't necessarily want to give you like an hour and a half worth of stuff when, you know, again, we want to keep it kind of short and crisp and have like some good tidbits of information. Um, and so, and, and, you know, again, like with podcasting, Peter, as you know, we, it varies, you know, you get some information and, and sometimes you don't get as much. And, and so, I think at times can, can for us, you know, because historically there's some stuff that's pretty heavy and we sometimes we go like three weeks and we're like, or three months and we're like, oh, we need to bring, we need to brighten this up. So we did one on a guy who was a, um, a uh, jockey in the, at the like, I think the late 1800s, an African-American jockey. And he was like the highest paid athlete, like in the country, basically of his time. Right. And then we're like, oh, so that's a pretty kind of nice story. And then you have the the whole racism thing come in and white jockeys were like, wait a minute, why is he getting paid so much? And so basically he became obscure mm. after, you know, after rule changes and whatnot. So there's that. Um, the other things that we cover, we're on TV, Ate My Brain for the most part. And that's where Peter and I covered the Tupac and Biggie story on USA, which I'm not going to remember the real title. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> The, investiga- uh, the, murders, no. the, murder, the murders, the investigation of, of the two- murders or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that anyway. Uh, anyway, so on TV in my brain, we cover a lot of stuff, Allegra and I do. And um, sometimes with Peter and I will cover something. Um, you know, we'll have like Carly on, for instance, with Handmaid's Tale. And we've been kind of on hiatus because there's not much going on for us. Um, and at this point, the next thing that's going to happen is the, um, the Runaways, Marvel's Runaways. That's on Hulu. And... That's coming out, I think, in a week. So we're going to start covering covering that show. Um, and so it's, you know, it's podcasting life, Peter. You know all about it. I uh, do. You know, you've been, you've been in this game for a while. Um, Peter's been, like, very active in Cobra Kai. I want to, like, plug that in. Oh, I'm actually thank you. going Appreciate to. I'm actually going to watch it now because it's not out of guilt, Peter. I don't feel guilty. <laughs> I, I want to do it to support my friend here. Hey, I appreciate that. You, you know? You'd be the first. You'd be the first. <laughs> yeah, I. you know, it. we're both podcast junkies. I think, you know, uh, I can safely say that. You You mentioned before, like, all the different things you listen to. And not only that, I, I just want to podcast on so much stuff. And I just have yeah. so little time. Yeah. You know, uh, there's it's, this. It's hard, yeah. Uh, there's this fluffy TV show right now. Uh, I think it's NBC called Manifest. You know, I don't love the show. I think it's fine, and I think it's fun in some point points. Right. It's kind of like, you know, um, you know, not not like a uh, as good of a version of like Lost, but mixed with uh, some other elements of uh, other TV shows too. So you know, some slight. Time travel ish, you know, a little so bit. So like the forty four hundred of sorts, yeah, you know, that show the forty four hundred. Yeah, you know, people go missing like and come back. Right, right, yeah. right. 
So, um, you know, I haven't seen any of those shows like in length, so I, I can't compare it to that. But uh, the, I think the reason I'm still watching it is, you know, it's not a bad show, but uh, I think more so because it's executive produced by Robert Zemeckis, you know, who uh, was co-writer and director of Back to the Future. So uh, when I saw that during watching the pilot, my wife's like, oh, that, that, that's why you wanted to watch the show. I go, no, you, well, first <laughs> off, you're the one who reminded me about the show. That's why we're watching it. But secondly, right. I didn't know until I saw it in the credits. So it was right. kind of like serendipitous. So yeah, that's you know, funny. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Robert Zemeckis, I, okay, this is how bad, like I waited for, um, for, uh, uh, a certain movie to come out on HBO last week mm-hmm. and I had your podcast on it on Postalgic on my phone for like freaking nine months or whatever the hell it was. Okay. Oh, Ready Player One, ah. right? And I'm like, I'm going to wait to watch it before I listen to it, obviously, because I want to I wanna watch the movie. Yeah. But I'm like, but it got to a point where I couldn't like, I didn't feel like renting it anymore because I'm like, it has to come out sometime soon. So it finally did last week. So I'm like, oh, I finally got to hear your, ver- your, your, you and Phoenix's take oh, on yeah. uh, Ready Player One. Okay. And I was like, so I, it was fun. And it was a fun movie to watch. You know, I yeah. wasn't necessarily like looking for anything. I was just like, let me just... Check it out. Plus, I'm you know I'm an '80s kid, so yeah, yeah. all the '80s stuff was gonna like be like right up my alley. So that was a that was a lot of fun. But I got to listen to you. I was I meant to tweet tweet that out. I forgot to say like I finally get to listen to Peter talk about Ready Player One because I'm too cheap to rent. Uh, <laughs> to rent it. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait for it to be like on HBO or whatever. <laughs> yeah, glad you enjoyed that. We had a lot of fun, and you know it was um, instantly. It was like one of my favorite movies already. Uh, you know it. Um, I don't. I don't know if Phoenix went back a second time, but I definitely went back a second time to watch it. And I, I know there's that point we were talking about, like Doc Brown in the background, and I see him every single right. time. Like it just it sticks right. out like a sore thumb to me. But uh, it's interesting because there's like because uh, there's so much thrown at you, and I and I and I did catch like the different. And you guys, I know you and Phoenix were talking about it, and I'm like, wait, but you guys, did you guys see? <laughs> you know, like uh, I know we mentioned RoboCop, but there's like, I forget. Uh, like Freddie and Jason, you know, like oh, yeah. we're both on yep. there too. And so it's like, you know, like all these different like characters that were There's just so much know, iconic yeah. ages. Oh, so much. So, so much. much. It was it was a cool I really enjoyed when they were in the virtual world. Mm-hmm. I I love that. It's like, a lot of fun. Just because you could throw a lot, you can throw anything basically out there. And I, I really love that video game aspect of it. You know what I mean? So that was pretty cool. And and uh, you know, just in case um, you know, there's people that haven't seen it, uh, did you enjoy the the part where they go revisit a scene from a movie. Yes, that was, that was cool, actually right? very well made. Like yeah. it was actually incredible. I didn't see it coming at all, yeah. and when it started happening, I'm like, "Oh crap! This is this is fantastic!" You yeah. know. So that was really that might be. I wonder if that's my favorite scene of the whole movie. Like you know, if you're gonna look at just put it in parts, right? That might be the one. I don't know because that was pretty. That was pretty. That was pretty dope. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Uh, I think it is still one of my top favorite movies. I think 2018's been really kind to me. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Player One came out shortly after Cobra Kai comes out. I start covering it, and that, I had no plans to do that. And I just love the show so right. much. I'm like, it, it it, only makes sense. You know, because it was for TV, my brain at first. And, and I did all the episodes right. on that. And I just continued to start making stuff. I go, you know what? Why don't I just start a new podcast? So, um, yeah, it's just a, a lot of properties from my childhood are being you know, brought back and stuff. So, uh, Creed 2, you know, obviously right. continue. I got to watch that, by the way. Yeah. So I got to see that. But I really am looking forward to seeing that. So, yeah. and I listen to you guys. I have it, uh, I tell you, I have that on a, on a backup here. I'm waiting, waiting to roll. It. Appreciate it. <laughs> Appreciate your support, hey, I Mariana. Love, 
hey man i i really enjoy listening to postalgic i i really enjoy it. and that's why i'm all like, i'm always like oh, i wonder where, where i can like uh bother peter and be like texting like hey man uh you know something's coming up soon or whatever <laughs> would you uh <laughs> Put me, put me on the list. Yeah, 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 put me for on the sure. List there. Hey, you know, if you were doing so many things yourself, you know, I asked you to be more like a permanent co-host with me. I yeah. mean, I, I, again, I have so much fun with you, and um, you know, I, I feel there, there's times that that we have like different opinions, and we can have like a fun discussion about yeah. it, and even oh, if yeah. it's something we love together. So, so we'll we'll see how this one goes. Um, you know, before we recorded. You know, even um, matter of fact, when I was asking for like uh, any volunteers to do this with me, you mentioned you hadn't seen this movie. So right, exactly. This came out uh, about three years ago, actually a little over three years ago, and I saw it at a special screening. And um, a friend of mine, he got like some free tickets through I don't know if it was Yelp or you know something where you work up enough rewards and you have like an opportunity to like go to a special screening, and and this was one right. of them. So I go in with my buddy. And man, to me, this movie is so hilarious. You know, I was like slapping my knee. I was tearing up. The entire <laughs> crowd was eating up this movie. And unfortunately, I didn't do like an instant review on it because at, at the time, I, I really had no one to do it with. And thinking back, you know, like three years ago, I think Phoenix was probably the one who I was still podcasting with. And, you know, this is a rated R movie and right, definitely right, some right. things I didn't want to show him because he was, what, 15 at this time. Uh, but I did, uh, I was a guest on one of my buddies' show, uh, War Machine versus War Horse. And I think we did do kind of like a brief review uh, on his show. So I, I do remember talking to somebody, but this is my opportunity to kind of revisit and talk about it at, you know, at more of a length. Uh, but I also have made this uh, into the rotation of a Christmas, uh, you know, movie to watch every single year. So right. since you're the newbie, what is your initial thoughts of the movie having watched it just recently? Okay. I, coming into it, I kind of just barely, barely knew the synopsis, right? But that's the I best. really enjoyed it. Man, it was, I was laughing out loud. Like, I was laughing out loud on multiple occasions. And that's all I can give for a comedy is, you know, make me laugh. You know, um, I know I may like with every every comedy, I think just about there's going to be issues here and there or whatever. But I but I want you to make me laugh. I don't want to go there. And let's say if, if I saw the trailer and they show me like four or five scenes and four, you know, three or four laughs or whatever. And that's like extent of the laughs i'm going to get throughout the whole movie do you know what i mean like right. how, you put the best thing you're like oh like okay now i pretty much there's nothing else that's funny but no it was it was hilarious and i like the um you know i've seen seth rogan with with uh jason gordon joseph oh, gordon levitt thank you uh -huh. joseph, god i was JGL. three name people <laughs> i have i have a bad enough time with one name i get three <laughs> names man uh anyway so uh, they have good chemistry because I've seen them in, uh, I think it's 50, 50, 50, 50. Same director. 50, 50. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. And I really, I really like that movie, right? And I think that was movie. more heavy, ser ser a serious movie, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, but uh, so I, so their chemistry is good. And um, now I realized that Mackie had good chemistry with them too, like all together, you know, and it was just like, again, a buddy, a buddy comedy. They're doing a bunch of shenanigans. It's ridiculous. It's, it's dumb, you know, but it's funny. Right. Right. And, right. You know, and you know, it's it's an interesting take on "It's a Wonderful Life," which is an interesting take on uh, on um, Christmas Carol, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> sure, you know what sure, I mean? I so it's kind of like a take on all those kind of wrapping all those things together. You know, with Mister Green being the main facilitator. 
you know. Right. What what I really enjoy about this movie, you mentioned it, it's it's really funny, and I don't feel there's much that are very forced. Jonathan uh, Levine, you know, you, you meant you know, you talked about Fifty Fifty, which is uh, I, I wouldn't even categorize that as a humor uh, comedy, but it's it's got some humor and it's it's very serious, right, and well written. This movie, I think, is well written as well because the, some of those dramatic moments are very well done and very well acted. And the comedy, apparently, you know, there's a lot of improvising as well. You know, they're kind of right. giving giving some uh, uh, some cues and they just kind of go off the cuff. And I, yeah, I think a lot of the cameos were also uh, really funny as well. Um, but what I enjoy the most about this, you, you kind of mentioned it, the chemistry. I think, um, I think everybody is kind of bringing like their A game. You know, uh, Jillian Bell, who I, uh, I forgot to mention, who plays Isaac's wife, Betsy. She was awesome. She was awesome. She is. She was awesome. Like yeah. you, you see her in uh, Twenty Two Jump Street, you know, and some of these other comedies, and she's like a comedian, and you know, she she's funny here yeah. too. But she plays, you know, a straight kind of mm-hmm. more of a straight man, and she, you know, she's yeah. a pregnant wife. She's the one who gives Isaac like you know the little box of like goodies <laughs> <laughs> Look, off Craigslist. What she did, what she did that. <laughs> Again, that writing, right? And I think and the thing about comedy, comedy is difficult. Uh, uh, you know, overall, when you look at when you look at how many comedies are pumped out every year, yeah, right, a lot. And yeah. For the most part, you'll have you'll have some that have like one or two like really good laughs, but for the most part, they can be kind of flat because they're trying like almost have things kind of see what sticks. You know what I mean? Um, and the writing has to be intact, and you have to have the people that deliver the lines. I mean, you, if you don't have not just necessarily the the main character, but everybody in the peripheral, and you have you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt being kind of like the straight man to to Seth Rogen, right, and and to uh, Anthony Mackie. But you have to have him play play it right, otherwise it doesn't work. You know, and I, and I, I do like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I I really like. I've always liked him as an actor, right? Even when he was like a kid in in Third Rock from the Sun, like he was always like good, he could deliver good lines. And as he got older, you're like, okay, this this guy can. He's pretty damn good, you know, like Looper, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah, but he was really good it's in was time it travel, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, who am I asking? Later on, I'm going to tell you about this great show, Quantum Leap. But we're, we don't oh, want to talk okay. about that right we'll, now. We'll, we'll wait yeah, for that. Just, you know, just put that. Yeah, put, put that in the put that in the back of your mind. We'll talk okay. about that later. <laughs> so it sounds interesting. I like um, that. Yeah, but um, I really like again as far as like comedic is t- timing being the biggest thing right everybody says that that timing is the thing in comedy but man the writing has to be on and people have to be able to deliver the lines and i feel like the whole cast was even like like somebody like uh, Lizzie Kaplan who's a very who's a, she's a more of a serious actor you know she's she's been in um uh Masters of Sex on Showtime which was a pretty was a really good show right you know and like having her on there i'm all like okay and her her scenes with you know which were a handful with with um ethan right they Uh were like they were really good like because you you could tell like okay these are some kind of heavy hitters of acting (laughs) here you know having like a couple of moments do you know what i mean so that was that was cool too and um freaking uh michael shannon (laughs) like this role (laughs) i mean he could have always stolen the movie right (laughs) right i know i love that finger thing whatever he's doing yeah (laughs) he was really good in that like bit part but kind of put everything together and and i was waiting for them i was waiting for them to like uh go ahead and like have a third third time to meet him to like buy more weed i'm like how much weed are you gonna buy from this dude like you guys just give up yeah no more weed you guys are done 
I'm, I'm glad that that's. I mean, it's a catalyst for something, but that that wasn't like. Yeah, it. it I called it kind of like a stoner comedy, but really, Isaac's the only one on drugs. <laughs> right. Exactly. But, you know, you kind of talked about like the. Um, you know, we we're talking about Isaac and his wife Betsy. I just love when she, she gives him the thing. He's like, "Where would you get this?" She's like, "You know, Craigslist." He's like, "Well, how did you find it? NYC drugs? <laughs> NYC drugs." <laughs> That was a great line. It's it, there's so many good lines in here, but um, they were really they were really good together. They were really good together. They um, really were. Um, oh yeah, they're each other's rock and all that. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. You, you were talking about the Lizzie Kaplan part. Like I, I love her moments with Ethan as well. Like when uh, I forgot if they were at the bar or at the party, but they were talking about something. And then he mentions, oh, this other girl or whatever, and and then they get into talking about like you know her 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 coochie was like bigger than hers, and he's like wop 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 wop, right, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, that was funny. And then this is jumping to the end, but when he's like, you know, she she's at her parents' house, he's like, can I come in? She's like, oh, I, I thought you don't do parents. He's like, I'll, I'll do your parents, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, like they're, they're... <laughs> but even even when they kept riffing on that, yeah. it almost seemed like it was ad lib, right? Yeah. Towards the end, she's like, come on in, you know, you get you get come in and have sex with my parents. <laughs> With my mom and dad, yeah. And just, don't, don't do it my dead doggy style because he's got bad his knees. knees are bad, right? <laughs> yeah, just, those are some good lines. Those yeah. are some good lines. If you're gonna be Pretty like, good lines. and again, have to be delivered, and the timing has to be well, well done. So yeah, again, good acting. Um, the uh, Elena Glazer as the Grinch. Oh like, right, I have a like a huge crush on her. She's like because she's ridiculous. Well, what is she, where is she broad, from? I, broad, I, she's from Broad Broad City on Comedy Central. Okay, and um. Now I haven't caught up to the last season, but the season one was ridiculous. It was like really hilarious. But um, because she's one of those uh, comedic actresses who just will not doesn't care. Uh-huh. You know, like I'm like willing to do whatever for a laugh. You know, and 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 good at it too. So it's like this like no holds barred. Like I'm gonna do whatever for for comedy's sake, and she's really good at that. So that was so you know <laughs> just the way she played. Um, uh, is it Chris? Oh, Chris, right? Uh, yeah, Chris, played by Anthony Mackie. Just the way she played him, and I'm like, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, oh, she's playing him. And then it was like, it was so. F- and then the second time when she takes his <laughs> takes his weed, you know, for the second time, I'm like, dude, you just, God, you're such a sucker. And then you know that whole that whole ordeal. And then uh, anyway, so she was a little cameo was was really good too. I, I, I did you think she was, was gonna of, be like uh, some sort of like Christmas ghost or something? Yes, because of the way Mr. Green right. kind of came about. Yeah. You know, I felt like. I felt like we were doing. I wasn't sure if we we're gonna do a Christmas Carol, but it turned out to be a Wonderful Life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just kind of how the way those those kind of Christmas movies are, or stories. Um, but yeah, I really thought she was gonna be like the, I don't know, Ghost of Christmas Present or something. Yeah, <laughs> steals all your shit. <laughs> kind of what I was waiting for, but just because uh, um, I mean, the movie does feel magical at, at some point. Right. You know, like right. like Mr. Green. Anytime you're in that car, everyone's taking a puff, and then you get like a some kind of um, I don't know if you want to call it premonition or or whatever. Right. Because or sometimes we, we, we yeah. well, we get a flashback, but with Isaac, we got a premonition of like his right. daughter stripping. Right. You know, right. but um, I love like Mr. Green at one point. He's like, yeah, take a puff of this. It actually gives like pretty good accurate of like um predictions of the future. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> like, how, how did you one... notice? Here's here's the thing too. And uh, when when they when they focus on Mr. Green's car, that there was this light. This like ethereal lighting, right, right. So <laughs> there was that on top. I'm like, oh, what's going? And that's when I'm like, okay, what's this is where like the magical, the magical Christmas part of the story comes in, right? Um, uh, when, <laughs> when, 
when Betsy tells his daughter to pop that pussy. <laughs> okay, I lost it. I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. What's happening? <laughs> uh, well, he was on drugs, uh, and so you know. Yeah, right. I know it was. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Anyway, the, there's a lot of funny moments. I, you know, that's so funny because Jillian Bell, like as Betsy, that uh, I really enjoyed the whole movie, but she was she was like, uh, I really enjoyed stand her out part. for you. Like, maybe? Yeah, oh, it was. I think so. I mean, because I'm trying to think that or, or Michael Shannon, just because Michael Shannon, I always see him in the in a serious role. I mean, he was in uh, in Boardwalk Empire. Like, if you ever see that movie, that show, anybody out there, you know what I'm talking about. Talk about fucking serious role and like yeah. just and. Which which is funny because I think there's a line where he says, um, "Did he say quiet intensity or something like that?" People say I have a quiet intensity or I something think so. to that effect. Yeah, and 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 that made me laugh just almost like on a meta level because I'm like every fucking character I've ever seen him play has had this quiet intensity. So when he said that about himself as Mr. Green, I'm like, okay, that's pretty fucking funny. You know, that's like some like insider shit for like the Michael Shannon fans out there. He he plays it so subtle and so nonchalant too, you know, where right. I think it was Chris where he's like, you know, do you want to come to a party I'm throwing later? And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. He goes, it's cool. You know, it doesn't hurt my feelings or anything. <laughs> the way he says it, just like, you know, know just right? brushes it off. Um, yeah, the characters are so fleshed out too. You know, let, let's talk about Chris real quick. He okay. is, um, they, they say he's 34 years old. He's a football player and his right. social media game is crazy. Right. So that's, right, that's the right. thing that they talk about on the show. But he, um, I like how Ethan calls it out. Like, you know, how are you at 34 years old all of a sudden now getting good? And so, you know, we find out that he's uh, injecting himself, you know, steroids. Right. And right. so you got that going. You got uh, Ethan who broke up with this girl because he has not commitment issues. It's just like the whole parents thing, you know, because he lost his parents. You got that uh, as a subplot. And then, Isaac himself is expecting, you know, him and his wife are expecting, and I guess because of that, is that one of the reasons? I, I kind of that is something that I feel I forget to kind of pay attention to. Like, why is this their last night? Is it because Isaac's having the baby? I think that's part of it because it's like uh, Chris is blowing up, basically, as becoming a celebrity right. and Isaac becoming a, a family man, and it's almost like they're like, it's it's time to like let this part of our youth go, basically. You know, and I'm pretty sure it was a parent part. And yeah, and he's, yeah, we find out later he's freaking the fuck out about it. Yeah. And see, like the, <laughs> <With> all... <laughs> the, the, the writing is so good, too, because there's the one point where Ethan is actually talking about Chris and, you know, they don't want to bring up like the, the, you know, injecting himself. But Isaac, you know, who's on drugs, he's like, you know, what he is saying to Ethan, he's like, yeah, you know, there's just some things we want to talk about, but, you know, don't know, don't know have the right words to say, you know, because right. I think he's trying to tell him something as well. He doesn't know how to say it. Uh, there, right. There's all these things. Um, I want to jump to just randomly, you know, we're obviously not going in any particular order, but uh, there's also this other subplot, if you want to call it that, while Chris is at home, you know, he didn't tell his mom that he was coming to visit because he thinks that, you know, she just gets a little too extra and yada, yada. Right. I like it when they decide to actually go inside because they convince each other like, oh, hey, let, let's let's go play some GoldenEye, you know, and I think a lot right. of people who played that, you know, know, you know, that that game was legit. But they walk in and there's like literally this shrine of like all these football memorabilia of Chris's. They're like, did you die and not tell us? Like, I thought that was like one of the funniest lines ever. That was such a good line <laughs> and again it came out so naturally and i think that's part of like when again when you it's have like friends some, um, yeah that's what your friends yeah would say. exactly yeah. friends would do that friends would say that oh 
you know, there's a shrine. <laughs> I must, I'll probably be like, oh, do you need to light a candle or something? <laughs> yeah. you know, like, <laughs> Don't you have a twin brother that you know, died? What, what is that's this? Right, yeah, right, exactly. So that was that was a great line too. There was, but there were so many. There were so many that you know I forget. You know, but this is one of those that I probably have to watch again. Definitely, you know, more, more, and more, and may become one of my Christmas movies. Uh, just because it's, it, you know, it's good for a Christmas comedy. You know, yeah, that's. It, yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's not so sad. It's not overly dramatic. It's it's right. mostly gags and physical comedy and stuff. Right. Uh, right. Let's start. Let's see here. Um, so we talk about uh, you know Ethan getting, or I'm sorry, Isaac uh, getting all the drugs. He's got. As far as we know, there's like one joint in, in there. <laughs> he's like, the you smallest of he's joints like, yeah, too. Got the joint. Uh, he's got the <laughs> joint. He's got some Molly uh, and shrooms and coke. You know, and coke, so yeah. uh, shrooms and coke. Oof. So there's this one point that they go to a karaoke bar, right? And they're doing was it Christmas and Hollis, right? Yes. Uh, run DMC. What did you think about yep. that that uh, entire sequence? That was dope. Um, I I like that, but I think I like the FAO Schwartz uh, piano. Oh, the uh, uh, Kanye's was, Runaway. <laughs> yeah, just because just because the kids the because the kids were there, like you know. And then when they start dropping like you know like uh, more adult words, because yeah, like, Chris is rapping, like, trying, yeah. trying, to, trying to cover the ears of the kids, that was funny. <laughs> and, but they were like, getting the kids were getting it. It was oh, it was fun. Um, karaoke stuff was fun too. Their sweaters, their sweaters are ridiculous, by the way. Oh, I mean, uh, why, Isaac's why, got why the, like, the Jewish sweater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chris got the Black Santa. Really, that's what <laughs> Black Santa emoji. Off, like, that's what it yeah, looked like. When he, when, he, when he took it off, he's like, "This is like semi-racist sweater." <laughs> like, I'm like, I hate this shit. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> That was oh, pretty funny. And that was a pretty intense scene too for all of them. You know, they all got very very heated. The subway scenes was pretty was pretty legit. That's what friends do though, right? Yeah. I mean, you get in you fights. It's not always peachy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But they know each other. That's the, I think that's what I liked. It it made it for all the ridiculousness and the uh Michael Shannon being an angel and all that stuff. <laughs> um it's based on like what could happen as far as like relation inner relationships, you know. That happens, you know, the riffing on each other. They really care for each other, and at the same time, like don't some, don't say shit when they should, and then when when it happens, they blow up at each other and all that, you know, all that. Yeah, um, you, you know, you, you kind of mentioned, I, well, I don't know if you said this exactly, but you, you, you well, you pointed out that Jillian Bell, you know, kind of stood out. Everybody has like some kind of moment that that really stood out. Like in my opinion, I think uh, Anthony Mackie is the one that surprised me the most, you know, because he was not only very funny. But he's got some very subtle, like facial movements and things that he does that really stuck out to me. Like especially when he's with his mom and when they're talking, you know, like something right. he does with the eyebrow or something that he yeah. does with his face, it really sticks out to me. And um, you know, again, very subtle, but um, but it sticks out. And this guy is Juilliard trained, you know, so right. he is he's fancy uh one of my favorite moments is actually when he's with mr green and he, mr green's like well, well, what do you want and he's like mr green what's up man good evening how you doing it's good to see you man i'm glad you opened on christmas Woo. a lot of people need me on christmas you know <sighs> it's a tough holiday i know you yeah you used to sell weed to me and my friends when we were in high school yeah that's crazy so what do you want yeah, your best shit, man. That chronic, that dro, that that, some of that. It's good to see you kids still hanging out and smoking up. It makes me proud. Thanks, man. You know, just kind of trying to keep the dream alive, you know. But this is not for us. This is for a good friend of mine, uh, Tommy Owens. 
quarterback, the Messiah? Well, you know what? As far as I'm concerned, there's only one Messiah, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So that name's a little blasphemous. Yeah. You know, like yeah, right, yeah, right. Like when he did that, I just I don't know why that's so funny. It's just because I think it's Anthony Mackie. All I've seen is like Eight Mile, right. and he's the Falcon, and right, just yeah, kind of right. see him like a football player trying to buy some weed. I thought it was like a really funny scene. I um, his mom was hilarious. Uh, and you know, you only had her that first scene. Then the second scene when when they're praying before dinner, that was a funny. That was a funny scene because the whole thing about the park and how right. he's like. He said, man, I guess we're not going to have the park anymore. She's like, fuck that park. It's yeah. full of crackheads. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I would say that his mom and Miley Cyrus give the worst fucking advice. Don't listen to them. Oh, right. Sure. Oh, Do not Miley listen to them. <laughs> I'm like, don't fucking listen to them as far as like, now's the magical time to propose or fucking go chase. No, chill out. <laughs> You know, she Chill had, out. Bad she, idea. She had a pretty funny line too because uh, Ethan kept on calling her Miley Cyrus, and she's like, "Don't call her Miley Cyrus." Like, what would I call you? Call me Hannah. Hannah Montana. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm drunk. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. He kept calling her Miley Cyrus. Like, who the fuck does? It's like, Peter, can you imagine somebody just calling you your full ass name? Well, like, no, every time no, they talk I, to you, I totally get it. She, she's a celebrity, <laughs> and I feel yeah, that no, I mean, we like, we yeah. know celebrities by their full name, right? And right, yeah. and to to a lot of people, I feel. That if we just call them by the first name is too personable, and we're right, not on that right. level. So, right. um, you you know, like uh, there's this there's this. Um, it's not a funny commercial, but there's a funny thing in this uh, uh, commercial for for the Blazers. And like Damian Lillard, he's like walking around the court, and then there's this kid is like, "Hey, Damian Lillard," and I'm just like, "Right." <laughs> it's, it's funny because like when I go get autographs and stuff, like people just call him Dame, you know, you know, and right. things like that. But um. Like, I mean, this is the first person that, like, popped in my head. But, like, if you saw Keanu Reeves, you'd be like, hey, you're Keanu. Or you're not going to be like, hey, right. Mr. Reeves. You know, you're going to be like, hey, Keanu Reeves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the, I probably would call him Keanu, which is probably not right because I don't know the guy. <laughs> exactly, But right? I would be like, it does and play. it seems like, but, but but when you see, like, anything about Keanu Reeves, it's funny you mention him. Like, it just seems like he's, like, the nicest freaking guy right. ever. Yeah. Everything you read about him, like, this guy's, like, freaking sweet. So, when you, yeah, I bet you if you say, hey, Keanu, he'd probably be like, all right, you won't really trip about it. Right. You know? That's, or, mi- I don't know, that's or, Mr. Reeves, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, your buddy? Uh, yeah, right. Didn't you see somebody post recently uh, in, in, in the PF group that uh, wasn't he... Like giving money to like children's hospitals and stuff or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, he's been doing that for like years and like, like nobody on knows the about under, it. right, right. You yeah, know, right, so that's, exactly. That's super cool of him. Uh, well, who, he did I, the one. The one thing I knew from years ago is that when they were doing uh, the Matrix, I think it was Reloaded, um, and they were filming in Oakland. Oh, and that he did it so that I think he ended up taking a cut so that the crew would get paid more. Like the crew that built a set and all this. Everybody who does, you know, if yeah. everybody knows about films, like there's so many different parts to it. And he just, he, I think took a cut so that everybody get paid more. Right. And I was like, it's pretty standard. That's kind of like, yeah, that's like legit, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really cool, man. And you know, there's always, there's also the picture of him standing up in the subway to like, let somebody else sit down kind of thing. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a video. That's, like, that's a video. Yeah. I know, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, who's, this guy's got a heart of gold. He really and then does. of course there's the, there's that meme of, um. Keanu Reeves through the through the centuries because I don't know if you've seen like paintings of, of some guys that look exactly like him from oh, like the 1700s. No, I'm have to check that like, out. <laughs> I think 
one from the 1700s one from the 1800s and then they start showing him from like when he started acting and like to now they're like this guy's a vampire <laughs> they're like he just hasn't aged i wonder if they ever started with like his character from Dra- uh, bram stoker's dracula you know <laughs> i'll be right oh, <laughs> for, for, for that time you know and... right no but they had some paintings of some dudes that look a lot like keanu reeves like they could have you know like some old-timey guys or whatever yeah so, i don't know it's pretty funny i'll have to I check that out I, I i've seen like uh clickbait sites where they're like oh this this celebrity is a time traveler you know like they had Jay, like a picture right. of somebody who looked like jay-z from back in the day i'm like oh <laughs> you know i've seen that photo by yeah, the yeah. way it's i'm like well you gotta be man you, you have to have a lot of time on your hands because that's like a, a pan- panoramic photo of like a bunch of people yeah and like i think it's, it was in harlem and like and I'm like, how did you find the one dude that looks like Jay-Z, like, in that whole ass? Like, there's a bunch of, there's, like, fucking 50 people in that yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. Like, so one, you know, anyway. I'm sure they're, how like. Do we, how do we get here? Uh, Miley Cyrus, you know. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Calling anyway, Miley Cyrus. so, bad advice. Don't, 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 no. Don't, don't be telling somebody to get, to, like, propose in the middle of a fucking crowd. You, you like, in, in his situation where he, they, she broke up with him. So you right. ain't even together. Oh yeah, and oh, and, and you totally understand where she was coming t- from too when she said yes and why she said yes. She felt the pressure. Oh, you know? oh yeah. Oh, I knew she was gonna say yes. This is I, I love the way it was played actually because I knew she was gonna say yes and that later on when he talked to her she was gonna be like no I'm not marrying you what the hell's wrong with you right who does that that's real you know exactly that's exactly how I would picture something like that to go down and and it was so I'm like okay I like how how they played that aspect of it and it's like dude no you can't just fucking asked me to marry you in a crowd what the hell and i don't know if it was the same conversation but she was like you know it's not my fault that your friends don't want to hang out with you and you know you right. can't you can't think use one, me yeah. as a crutch i don't know if it was that exact words but it was just right. a very great dialogue yeah. you know written yeah. there she was like i'm not your she's like i'm not your replacement you know yeah. you can't replace replace them with me you know and she was coming from a real place i, I really like I like that they went that route because it could have gotten this weird. I mean, it was kind of getting already a little weird, creepy, like, dude, let it go or, you know, like have a conversation, but don't be like stalkerish, mm. you know? And then we found out she was kind of stalking him too. I'm like, okay, what's happening? There's a mutual stalking going on. That was I don't know cute. what's happening. Like the way she yeah. played it though, you know, like, oh, well, re- you know, when Betsy, you know, she tells me yeah. that you ask about me and maybe I ask about you. That's, that's all really sincere as well. And she made absolute sense. Like, yes. She tells me about you, uh, and you had no idea because she's not supposed to tell you. Right, but she's gonna tell me every time you ask. That's what about girls me. do. I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, yeah, that's that's hey, that sounds right. That yeah. sounds about right. Yep, yep. Um, at the bar where like Ethan and Sarah, or no, Isaac and Sarah are having a drink. You know, he had just oh uh, flipped oh, the man. hell out in the bathroom. You know, he's recording this video because he's freaked <laughs> out video, about the baby coming. <laughs> that okay. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like the whole time he's freaking out about the baby, and it's funny because I don't, I, Peter, you're you're a father. Uh, when you first became a father, I don't know if you were freaking the fuck out, but when I became a father, I, I was freaking I, the fuck I, out. I was seventeen. You can oh, imagine dude, yeah. how freaked out I was. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I was definitely freaking out, and I was twenty-seven. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was freaking out, dude. Um, so his reaction is like that makes perfect sense. Plus, he's high on mushrooms and coke Everything. at the time, Everything. and he's sweating. Yeah. By the way, the fact that he was sweating more every every time they showed him was <laughs> per, was like com- comedy gold. You know, like every time you see him, you're like, why is he sweating even more? And um, so that video made perfect sense. He's freaking the fuck out, and I love. This is what one of the other things too. I think that I, I'm I'm assuming that the 
the director had to play into this and maybe this comes from like you know watching this all other film 50 50 like when when uh when isaac and betsy were were talking in the end and how he she's he showed her the video because he had to come clean and she's like okay that's fine you're did it's you, unrealistic you for you to be like 100 percent <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Everything was she was like she was okay with everything, and then at right. the end, I was like, "Wait, did you just do that?" <laughs> um, but the fact that she was like, "Yeah, it's unrealistic for you to be like the rock, really be the rock of every like." How can you like? No, you have to like have some real emotion here. Mm-hmm. You, you know, don't leave her out in an island, basically. So that was that's real. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, look, I, I, I and I was uh, this story like when when our baby was born, when our son who's seventeen now anyway, he's not a baby anymore. <laughs> he's, he's still uh, your baby. It's okay. Yeah, right. Uh, when you know he like brand new, he slept in our bed, and I would wake up freaking out that I crushed the baby. And she's like, "You <laughs> did not crush the baby." <laughs> and I was like, "You're not gonna crush the baby. Calm down." I'm like, "No, but he's I'm crushing him." <laughs> you know, like where is he? Is he, is he on my back? Things. Is he? Yeah, right. Is he flat on my back? You know, like, you know, you gotta like stretch your back to get him back back out, <laughs> like the cartoon. Anyway, yeah. so that again, that's just one of those things that. It's just a real, a natural reaction to becoming a parent, you know, for those out there who know, for those who don't know, or maybe come once or whatever, that's kind of like a thing that happens. Like, and so that was a a small way to kind of personalize and kind of like really uh, make it a little more, more realism to the, to the, to the story, even though it's a ridiculous comedy, like I said. All right. Um, Okay. Let me bring this up before I forget, but uh, Chris, you know, again, big celebrity, he's sponsored by Red Bull. Yeah, uh, oh, so God. during the movie, their their driver drives <laughs> this uh, stretch Red Bull limo. What do you right. think about this crazy driver? What is wrong? <laughs> okay, he got a little extra when he's like, go chasing the Grinch. <laughs> he's like, fuck her, let's go. I'm like, whoa. He's like, let's go kill that bitch. <laughs> I'm, like, God, I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and, and he's all like... He, um, but he kept drinking Red Bulls that night. You notice that too. Like, he, he kept drinking Red Bulls, the yeah, driver. Yeah. So he was definitely like up when there. He was, he was extra. When he was sipping the Red Bull, like, I just kept yeah. on laughing hysterically because it was just a nice touch, you know? <laughs> yeah, and he, right, yeah. And he's like all sadistic, driving all crazy. You just have I know. to look in his eyes. <laughs> oh, man. No, the driver was funny. Like, th- those little parts, that's what makes, you know, that makes... um these movies kind of click more, you know what I mean? Like when you have like small some randomness, characters, you some know? random, yeah, just yeah. and 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 the and the actors are pulling it off, you know. All right, the two Santas. That- okay, yes, Jason Manzukis oh. is one of them, host of one of my favorite shows. Yeah, uh, I how did this get made? <laughs> love that dude. He is ridiculous. He's great in everything too, like uh, how to be single. He's got a small role that he's hilarious in. Uh, I oh god, he's just he's too much. You know what I mean? Like, but the the whole. And I love how it was like, they're, as they're kicking his ass because he took his, he did take a swing at them, like they're they're basically breaking him down psychologically. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. This is about something else. He's like, no, it's not. <laughs> yes, this is about something else. You need to get your shit together. <laughs> but um, have you ever seen Jason? You ever seen the uh, the show um the League? No. So Jason, that's the first time I've seen him in. Right. And he plays uh the brother of one of the women on the show, and he is fucking out of control ridiculous that show is ridiculous and he plays it so well like this like weird enthusiasm but just doing like the most fucking ridiculous shit like like let's like boiling hot dogs in the bathroom kind of shit you know what i mean like some just weird random okay. shit like that right i mean it is he's ridiculous in that and i'm like oh my god this guy is fucking awesome so 
watching him in other like uh, seeing him in movies or seeing him in other shows i'm like okay the, he needs to get more play because that guy's like he's fucking ridiculous too he's another one that'll do whatever for comedy you know what i mean like, yeah I, I love that you know if you're willing put yourself out there like you know make people laugh that's pretty dope do you, do you ever listen to how did this get made no, I got to check it out. Now, I didn't know uh, he had something, man. Yeah, yeah. Him and Paul Shear, uh, also, you know, writer, director, actor, who was in uh, uh, Fresh Off the Boat. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's done uh, he's done a lot of stuff, but they both have very recognizable uh, voices. And I, I, I had listened for that sh- uh, to that show for years. And so when Jason Manzuki comes out, I'm like, oh, my God, I know that voice. I had never seen his face right. before. Oh, really? That's yeah, funny. so the voice stuck out. So for like uh, the longest time during that movie, I was just like, I know that voice. Where have I heard it? And so I looked it up and I was like, oh my God, that's Jason Manzoukas from How Did This Get Made? But, you know, he plays a bit of a character. He plays up his character on, on right. the reviews as well. And they do a lot of live shows. And so when he gets introduced, he always comes out. Everyone's booing with him. And then he'll be like, hello, jerks. And then they start cheering, right. you know. And <laughs> But he's great. You know, they can talk about like a terrible movie and he'd be like, this movie is great. You know, <laughs> it, right. it could be something just off the wall and that's stuff that he loves. But yeah, I, I love him on, on, on that I could, podcast. I could see him like really do well with that. Uh, let's let's bring it back to Keanu. Yes. Uh, oh, which, by the way, Jason, we're not sponsored by How Does This Get Made? No, no we're not. We're not. <laughs> but Jason Matsuka is, is going to be in John Wick 3. Oh, interesting. So boom, there you go. Look at that. We're putting it all together. This is what we do here in Podcast Land, everybody. Is he the Peter, comedy Peter stuntman a, for Peter, Mr. Reeves? I don't know. Uh, Similar hair. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm not going to give away that spoiler. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do here. Peter's Peter's a constant. He's he's so good at his game. He This is what he does. This what? is what Peter does. Okay. We're putting it all. We're wrapping it all together. See? Yeah. Everything ah. works together. There's, there is a, there's a purpose to the... The times we feel like we're rambling on about something else. That's not really what's happening. I always connect it somehow, met- like Marvel. Yep. You know, they, 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 yep. they call me podcasting Marvel. Yep. You know, that, I, I, I that's, put it all together. That's, I'm putting that down. <laughs> I connect it all. <laughs> uh, so at the bar where uh, Isaac and Sarah, they have a moment. He brings her a drink and at one point oh. he drips like a blood. little bit of blood into her. Uh, I kind of like how that played out too. She's like, mm, that, it tastes tastes like she's a little copper. copper. Or, <laughs> no, she's not like pennies. It tastes oh, like it pennies. Tastes... <laughs> I was like, oh God, why? She's good too, man. She's... She really is. She's even I, better I... a little bit later on. Oh, so yeah. at the bar, because she is so freaked out by what happened, and obviously Isaac is just you know tripping off his balls, and right. he takes off or she takes off and grabs his phone by mistake. So when they're at Chris's uh, house, you know, with his mom and stuff, they're having like a late dinner and um, Isaac starts getting all these like random dick pics. Right. <laughs> and you hear like his inner monologue and, yeah. you know, it's like, do you want to, the, the text is like, do you want to suck this? And he's like, well, I, I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of nice. you know, maybe I do want to suck this. What do you think about this? I, he's like, I've never done that before. Uh, and they're like, well, don't you want to do it now? Were you gonna do? I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe I do. I don't <laughs> I mean, no, I think his line of like, he's a shower and a grower. Wait, this guy's talent. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> and he, he even thought like it was a guy from work. That That's the, right. the, the funny thing. Yeah. Like, we don't even know what this other guy looks like. And, right, right. Um, so let's jump to who it actually was, James Franco. Now, right, I'm sure course. that came out of nowhere for you. Like, right. what, what did you yeah. think of the reveal that it was James Franco and, and his I, cameo? Right. I was like, of course it's him. <laughs> Cause you know those two fools been together in so many films, all the right? time. Yeah, of course. I'm like, of course it's him, and uh, and he's getting more like, uh, t- like I can't. E- 
Mindy Katie's character's like, uh, dude, stop cock blocking. No, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you're like totally because he's like more into him than than into her. Right, right. Uh, but I think the conversation before he even shows up, uh, when he's saying basically, you know, I did see them and I was texting. Look at the texting. You know, basically they're texting back and forth. And now he's like, he's like, yeah. Do, she's like, do you think I can? handle that like, yeah you know i was thinking that too but you know maybe i will be able to take all that i'm like oh wow there's like he was like, like that was pretty he's funny. like one of those is like two of me <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> right oh so good and i just like the fact how yeah the rest of the night uh there was one point they're like sandwiching sarah you know and like right. james franco's like rubbing on uh, isaac's beard and right, like, right. do you want to dance yeah i want to dance and <laughs> oh so funny that was a really good cameo um uh, there was something oh i think isaac was all like i'm here with two guys and james frank was right. like, yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> right oh man i forget some of the lines but yeah that, that was probably one of my favorite cameos um mr green i don't want to call that a cameo because I, I think that's actually like uh yeah i mean he shows up twice and he's got some right. you know pretty good lines and he's an actual character but um w- one of my favorite mo- moments of ethan tripping is when he starts walking around and then he starts talking to Spencer. Hey, man. Hi. Hey, dude. Excuse me. Uh, How's it going? I'm Isaac. Um, Hi, Isaac. I hate to bug you. I lost my phone and I'm using this app to try to find it. And yeah? Kind of having a hard time. It's confusing me a little bit. You think you can maybe help me out? Yeah, sure. Hold my cane for a second. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll, hear you. Uh, yeah, I'll hold your cane. Hey, Merry Christmas, Isaac. Ooh, yeah, Merry Christmas to you too, man. Ah, thanks. Oh, I've been having pretty crazy night i'm gonna level with you i'm a little fucked up right now <laughs> <laughs> no way you don't say yeah yeah what's your name spencer spencer cool that's my family over there hi i'm isaac nice to meet you so man hey right <laughs> <laughs> spencer and his family they're they're biracial and they're like will you hold my staff sure and the dog and the dogs talk well, what what is that thing uh, that is called um uh, betsy or the major yeah oh yeah. what yeah what? the major yeah and betsy's like why do you have what were you doing in there it's like why do you have a staff <laughs> oh you mean spencer like spencer <laughs> yeah well because like um you know because it, it's off frame right so right so isaac's talking to somebody and you hear the voice you're like what what is he at a, is he at a drive-through or something right but yeah, it's right. like a statue of jesus you know or yeah the light up thing i don't know what it's called I, i'm not i'm not it's that don't worry about legit. it Peter. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a total catholic thing man or or christian thing. okay basically it's the uh the, i think it's the three kings and joseph i don't know I the, who else was in there but either, either way it was it was pretty funny and like how do you <laughs> i don't okay Betsy's sister's lame. I'm like, why are you asking this dude to come to midnight mass? What the fuck is wrong with you? I, First of all, the why, dude is why Jewish. Why is there even a midnight mass? You know, that's well, there is. That's a Christmas. That's okay. a Christmas thing. Okay, yeah, that's a but thing. yes, that's a, that's he's a wearing a thing. big old David yeah. star of David. Yeah, he's got a star of David. They're like, like, why would? You... Yeah, maybe shit. And you know, and, and Betsy's like, no, he needs to go. Like, oh no, what you... like, why would you do that? I don't know. I that's that's a, a that's a way. good point. You know, like, but that but that does set up some like some pretty funny shit in the church, and uh, yeah, and then a callback later the baby, on. <laughs> Oh my god, that baby! That baby, tell him to fuck you <laughs> to him. <laughs> What's wrong? That was a pretty good scenes right there, because you know Seth Rogen can do like some really good uh, facial expressions too. Like when it came to like giving <laughs> hissing at the baby and like giving him the stink eye, that was pretty funny. Hey, what, what about when he's sitting there, right? It's all quiet, and then he sees like the uh, the cross with Jesus on it. He's like, "Hey, wh- right. what's that over there?" <laughs> it's like, "Is that what, <laughs> right. is that what that? they think we did to him?" <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he was walking away and throwing up, and he's uh, Betsy's like, "Is he is he done?" She's like, "I think so." Then he throws up. She goes, "Is that him throwing up again?" 
yeah, that's that's it's that's happening again. Yeah. She was just like her the look. She played that really well too. Like the look the look she had on her face, like, oh my god. The, uh, yeah, what, the, what the, the hell? disappointed, disgusted yep. wife, you know, All or that, spouse, yep, you yep. know. Right. Yeah. Um the setup to this or the callback rather is later on when they actually make it to this uh big extravagant party that, you know, uh Ethan had right. stolen the tickets for. The, you right. know, there's this uh the Messiah, right? There's this quarterback right. of the football team that Chris is a part of. And they, they, so that that's why all the the chaos, you know, that you know, this adventure that they go on, because they're trying to get weed for this guy who they, they have right. like a barrel of like bags they of weed already. Yeah. Right. So stupid. I don't even know why they even asked. But um they, at one point Ethan or Isaac, I keep messing up the names, Isaac accidentally like bumps him and then he he like he pins like punctures his hand, his his hand. yeah and then it looks like you know the messiah in the cross right. <laughs> and Ethan's like or Isaac is like we didn't do that to him or, <laughs> right they played that off really well on that too uh so yeah I was I I guess and he's the only one that's high he's right. the only one that did, did anything up until the very end when uh Mr Green smokes out Ethan like just that one you know that gives him that the the, the one magical the puff. That, yeah, the magical puff. And like, but other than that, like, that's it, right? Because, well, I, I, mean, I guess Chris, um, Chris did too, Chris did right? A, the, like the first a little one, puff. Yeah, yeah. yeah and right. what was that one? Was that was that when they showed us? Gosh, I don't know because I know they showed us something, and later on when Ethan takes a puff, it shows him shows us when the the, the two friends you know, right, decided to up. start this thing. Yeah. Right, right. Uh, which, by the way, what, what did you think of uh, young, oh, the hair was young terrible. Seth Rogen? The you know, he, did, he, did he look like the guy from uh, Cypress Hill? You know, with the he took, oh wow, <laughs> I was I was too busy being like uh, mesmerized by Joseph Gordon-Levitt's uh, terrible hair. wig, yeah. that hair, horrible wig they had on him. I'm like, I believe that's like the the wig John Travolta used in uh, in Face Off. I'm not. No, it wasn't Face Off. No, was it? Uh, uh, Star Galak or uh, <laughs> no, no, I was thinking of the Battleground uh, Earth, Swordfish, Earth Swordfish. Maybe that's the wiki using Swordfish. I don't know. Uh, John Tra- John Travolta. <laughs> was it that long? Yeah, one. Was it that long? Or, ma- or maybe it's long. the one he used. Or maybe it's the one he used in uh, in um, rest. Uh, not Rest of Our Dogs. The other one, the other Tarantino movie. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Maybe, yeah, maybe Pulp Fiction. Maybe it's more like Pulp Fiction. Fiction. There you yeah, go. Yeah, you're right. That's more. That's what it is. I, I feel was sword pitch was like, like, Yeah, yeah. I was thinking which. Which John Travolta wig was he wearing for this scene? Maybe that's that's right. Pulp that, Fiction. That, that, that's what I'm, that I'm might have been, been my favorite Travolta look is the Pulp Fiction look. Really? It didn't work for, jo- for no. Joseph. I mean, <laughs> it didn't work for I, him. I think they were trying to like uh, make him look like when he was in Ten Things I Hate About You. That's that's probably right. what that oh, yeah. was. <laughs> right. <know? laughs> right. And you, uh, having seen that movie a number of times growing up, I was like, ah, it, it didn't look right. You know, the wig really stood out. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Yeah, I've seen that movie a bunch of times too. By the way, like l- a bunch of times. Man. So Good I remember movie. him in that. Uh, yeah, that was um, I was I was gonna say something. I'll forget. See, this is what happens. See, oh yeah, I mean it jumps around so much, this, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so some craziness. So okay, uh, how about this? What did you think about the party? Did was it you know everything that they dreamt about? It's I think it's like anything. Um, they built it so high. Like how many years were they trying to get into this party? How important this party was. Right. And they finally got in there. So it's not going to be as good, but it was pretty epic nonetheless. I like the train ride into the party. That yeah. shit was dope as fuck. I was like... Well, I like you yeah, have to walk that through... That was so nice. Did, didn't they walk through like a refrigerator inside a convenience yeah. store? Yeah, right, right, exactly. I thought that... I'm like, you know what? I want to go to that. I want, I mean, whatever's on the other side, I want to go to that party. That sounds kind of cool. You know what and I wanted? of course... Like, uh-huh. it, did they get there extremely late because there was no line... Right, it was right. just them three. They just yeah. walked in. There was like nobody yeah. in the store. Right, 
Well, the thing is that they they were out bullshitting for like hours before they even got to the party, right? Yeah. You know, so that that's what my that's my guess. That's but some, that's some good soundproofing through, too. You can't even yeah, tell right. there's a party going on. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Big old warehouse. <laughs> Right next to the convenience store. Yeah, the, the, you can't the, hear shit. There's not even like a lot of cars parked on the street or nothing. Right, like, yeah. Super discreet. <laughs> it's, it's pretty hey, dope. This is, this is New York. Nobody drives. That's, that's what I hear. Um, Nobody now, drives. I, I do have another question. Like this, um, when they first heard about it, you know, I think it was like in the beginning of the movie. Uh, right. Ethan, he asked like, you know, these couples that, that walk in and he's like, hey, you know, where, where'd you guys come from? And they tell him. And I see, I, I was under the, the impression that there was like a bunch of debauchery and a, a lot of like all types of drugs and stuff. Everyone seemed just right. to be having a good time. And again, yeah. only Ethan seemed to be like tripping or right. Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah. It was like, it was just a big party, which looked like a cool, like a cool, fun party, right? Yeah. Just people dancing, whatever, you know? So it, was, it wasn't like anything, anything goes. But you got to realize it can't be too much. It can't be too much debauchery because it is, you know, Mr. Green's the one that did it, that set it up. Yeah, that, that's a good point. And, you know, he's, you know, he's an angel, so he can't be, he can't be too much into debauchery, right? That's, that's the thing. Right. I do, like, I, I guess, you know, um, for a while before you f- find out exactly what Mr. Green was, there's a point he tells Chris, like, tell Isaac I'll see him later. And Isaac is the one that, like, you know, goes, right. to, uh, hops in the car later on. Right, right. Yeah. Also, when, uh, when, uh, when Chris is like, yeah, you know, so and so, the Messiah. He's like, that's blasphemy. Like he just <laughs> went off on him about <laughs> yeah. that. Like that makes sense later on, messiah. right? Like, There's only one Messiah, right? I'm like, whoa, okay. Or Jesus, is Lord and <laughs> Savior. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he he's really good in that scene. Um, I don't know what else you want to talk about. I, I feel like we we kind of went and went I through it all. Covered, yeah, yeah, I think we covered. everything you know, it's, here, it's man. just one of those things that you really just gotta watch. It, it's it, it's kind of hard to review without just like talking about like the scenes you really like and and all the the little jokes. Um, so we do find out, you know, you mentioned it, uh, Mr. Green is like an angel. So what did you think about, uh, Tracy Morgan, you know, narrating this whole story? And we find out that he's actually Santa Claus. Uh, I don't know, man. I was like that, that kind of, I mean, I get that it was a ridiculous movie to begin with, but that kind of took me out at the end for some reason. I was like, uh, I like Tracy Morgan, but I think that his, his shtick kind of gets old. After okay. a while, so I think that might be it, and that just me might just be me. You know what I mean? Like I could, I could see that putting that into it. You know, I, I didn't mind him narrating, but maybe like the whole Santa Claus thing at the very end, and maybe right. he improvised. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. That was kind of unnecessary at the like that particular thing at the end. You know, because I think once we found out that I, uh, Mr. Green is Mr. Green, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I and I didn't really care for like their interaction. We find out that like Santa Claus is his dad or something. He's like, "Gee, thanks, right, pop." Yeah. You know, like I that didn't really work yeah. for me. No, it didn't. That didn't work at all. So I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I guess we got that for a reason." Now, that wasn't the very end though, right? Because then we had a uh, one year later. Right, we did. Okay, so we did have that at. At least we had that. Because I'm like, I would not want to end the movie on that, on that scene. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, gosh. You know, now now I don't remember, but it, it probably was. Uh, yeah. I, either or. But the one year later is, you know, not too bad. We we see that, uh, you know, they have the baby. And I don't know if this was supposed to be like a, um, you know, like three minute and a baby. But that's kind of the sense I got because it was three minute and a baby. So I, I like that It kind of did too. look like that. Yeah, yeah that was pretty the cool. Beatboxing, that was that, that was nice. Yeah. Oh. So you, you <laughs> they're see like, they're still friends. They're, they're like the acoustic version of uh, uh, Christmas in, in in Hollis, yeah. In Hollis, <laughs> pretty good. So. I kind of like that actually because it was 
I know. I mean, it, it's and nice then, to have like a song that you and your friends will always sing. You know, so right. yeah. So I, I think this is a, a really you know well written movie, well acted, great humor. You know, the, the yeah. characters are really fleshed out. You know, the three dimensional. Uh, in in my opinion, anyway, some some may not think so, but I think there's I think every actor in here has shown like some range, some really good range. Yep. Uh, Ethan, obviously, you know, he can show that um, he can be overly dramatic you know he, he when he's like shouting at the the santa clauses and saying how they're ruining the the you know christmas spirit and them wearing that suit there comes some responsibilities with that i liked all of that right but yeah a lot of serious moments but a lot of comedy you know to kind of i don't want to say balance it out because i think it was definitely a lot more comedy which is which oh, is yeah. you know it was which is fine you can't that's the thing is you can't have you, you, comedy can't just well i guess you can be totally ridiculous the whole time but but if you're gonna put like the formula of a comedy, you have to have a little bit of a heart, a little bit of heart, you know. And it did have that, which is important, mm-hmm. you know. And it has to be done well. It can't be too, um, just placed there just because it has to be placed there and not make any sense. So like they were able again, I think by fleshing out the characters and their their background, you're able to do that mm-hmm. and and be like sincere with that as opposed to just throwing something on just because you have to, you know, like 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 slapping a love story just to do it, you know, in any, in any kind of movie, you know, like sometimes you see that you're like, and that's, I think it's funny. Like, um, and I was mentioning, um, uh, ready player one. The one thing I didn't like about ready player one is slapping on the love story. I didn't really care for that. I felt okay. like you just throw that on there. So, which is fine. I mean, I, I guess in the books, that's, that's the thing, but right. Uh, as far as like on film, it didn't really look quite right. I, um, I, I like the actress. I think that's why I, I didn't mind it. Like, oh no. Yeah. I like her too. No, I, I, I think she did well mm-hmm. on that film. I just, the actual writing of the love story was like, I felt like slapped on, you know? Um, so I, when it's interesting, cause in a comedy, like in this film, like you, there's so many things that can go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like so many things that in, in any movie, there's so many things that can go wrong. Cause there's so much you have, you know, uh, yeah, the writing has to be on, you know, directing the cast has to deliver, you know, and and for them, I think in this in this movie to like really kind of pull it all off, just about. You know what I mean? There was it's that's quite a feat. You know, it comedies is. aren't easy, and there's there's so many every year, and they're usually not great. You know. Yeah, and you know, I I say this often on a lot of things that I've done, but you know, I what I learned from Vince Gilligan, you know, the creator and showrunner of Breaking Bad, is why he use he likes to use comedians because they have great timing, and so if you can make people laugh, you can make them. You know. Um, they or they can emote well and provoke uh, other or e- evoke other emotions right. from the, from the viewers. So having right. a cast of pretty much all comedians, um, you know, I, I think it worked very well. You know, right. so great chemistry all around. Uh, I I don't think I would need a part two. I think this movie is is, is pretty oh, no. good. But um, yeah. you said that maybe you would add this to like you know your annual rotation for holiday movies. I think so. I think so. What what would you? Oh, you know what? Actually, no, we we don't rank. Uh, I I forgot. See, so it's been a while since I've done kind of a retro movie <laughs> review, right? So, uh, you know what? What I do do is I, I pull up the IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, and we'll, we'll kind of talk about that and see what we think here. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like Rotten Tomatoes has a rating of sixty six percent, and uh, IMDb is not so far off. Uh, it looks like six point four. Yeah, six point four. So it's not too far off. They're about the same there, right? Do you, you think uh, you think that's about right? Do you think it's a little bit better than that, or maybe I think it's I I would I would rank it a little higher than that. I mean, I wouldn't. The thing here's the thing is like, are, are you looking at it as a movie 
or are you looking at it as a comedy? You know what I mean? Like, and that, that's the whole thing about rankings, right? And it, again, everything being subjective. Um, I would, as far as a comedy, I would give this like a seven and a half, mm-hmm. you know, seven and a half to eight, maybe just because of all the things that we mentioned, you know, you, you have all this ridiculousness and, and for it to be funny throughout, you have, that's, that's tough. Uh, I'll give you an example. Another Seth Rogen movie, um, uh, Pineapple Express. That movie was not that funny right. to me. I didn't you know, think so I either. I watched that, yeah. And I was I watched the whole thing, and I get it, you know, like as far as like stoner films or whatever. But and and the ridiculous adventures and misadventures. But to me, I'm like, this movie is not really comical. It's not funny. They don't have laugh out loud moments throughout. So to me, I'm like, something like that would get a lower ranking than than the night before in my eyes, just because if you're gonna build this up as like something that's gonna make me laugh. And because, you know, no matter how ridiculous or whatever, this movie kind of delivered, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like all that you said. Uh, I agree with you. I, I I would rank it a little bit higher than that. Uh, obviously, that's an average. I'm sure a lot of people would probably give this like a 10. I, I, I can mm-hmm. confidently say I love this movie because I, right. I enjoy all of the characters, um, all of your main people. I don't think I have a moment where I'm like, yeah, I, I could have done without that. You know, we talked about like some of the, you know, not so great cameos. Miley Cyrus was fine. She had a funny line. And and it was kind of funny. She was singing along behind, but I didn't need that the entire time. You know, I think it took away from Ethan as well, you know, trying to talk to uh, Diana. Forgot. Diana. Yeah, Diana. Yeah. So, you know, because he's trying to propose and he's saying very sweet stuff and I, and I get all that. But then you got Miley Cyrus that is, you know, she's, she's being, you know, not the, the hype woman, you know, but she is kind of like doing, you know, the P. Diddy thing, you know, kind of just saying like the last right. words. And so that was right, funny. Right. But uh, again, I think that took a little bit away from it. But overall, man, like, I, I don't think I really have any uh, issues. The pacing's good. It's just, uh, lack of a better word, it's kind of like a high octane, right? It, it, it just keeps going. The, the only right. time we get a little bit of levity and like, I feel like they pump the brakes a little bit to take it an expression you used earlier. Um, maybe not on the mic, but I, I did hear you say it. But it, it's when they go to Chris's house. And I, I think we kind of needed that a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, we've been laughing yeah. so hard. All, all this yeah. ridiculousness just happened. So so now we're, we're you know, the, the, the boys are playing games. And, you know, we have a little nice moment with the mom. And then, you know, buckle your seatbelts. Let's go for round two. <laughs> you right. know, so, uh, so I, yeah. I do appreciate that. Yeah, they needed that. Be- they needed to take that break. Going, you can't just go nonstop the whole. I mean, I guess you can, but that would be tiring. I don't know how how good that would play off, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. I just remember my theater experience. Everybody just laughing so hard. It it was one of the funniest things mm-hmm. I've, I've seen in a right. long time. Right. Uh, so I do love this, and I I think like you know I think uh, a lot of people we often say oh you know this is a movie that. Uh, you know, I, I want to start watching every year or sometimes we say that we watch a movie every year and maybe we don't, but still want to paint the picture that this is how much I love this movie. I can right. genuinely say that this is a movie I will watch at least once a year. You know, like it's that funny. <laughs> right. And for what I do as a job, I get so tired. I get so busy. I'm going to need something like this to kind of just give me a boost of like, you know, some some happiness. Right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> because it's just so crazy. Uh, yeah. but But I do love it. Um, so Mariano, yeah, thank only, you for, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, you only have, uh, uh, what is it? 10 days, 11 days. What do we got? Nine days. Peter, you got nine days left, buddy. Watch it again. Is that what you're saying? No, or- nine, nine days to deal with your child. <laughs> What's going on with the workload right now? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, at, even after that, or, you know, even like, after, e- even after, because, um, the mail volume starts to slow down a little bit. 
and, mm. and the packages pick up, but then it reverses after Christmas. Like we started getting uh, all the flow of stuff afterwards. It's it's kind of okay. crazy. Oh, so dang, dude, get some sleep. <laughs> I'm gonna need it. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm working too many hours. But yeah, thanks, Mariana, for joining me. Uh, I. I had a good time. I, I, w- I wish that this was a, a much more like it is a linear story, but I wish it you know we could break it up in a, in a better yeah, segment to talk about it. But it, it's it, just comedies are like that though. You mm-hmm. can't really you know what I mean. It's, it's a little harder to talk about in the sense because it's basically like oh man, this guy was good, this other guy was good, you know that kind of stuff. So and, and it's almost like even though they did have a, a plot throughout, which which made sense and it and it worked fine. They still that's kind of secondary to like going through the all the shenanigans that they were going through, you know. So it. It, it's not necessarily the, as easy as like, you know, break, breaking down uh, the the All Eyes on Me or something. <laughs> what is what is that movie? <laughs> <laughs> it might be one we did. So check that out. Maybe. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe don't. Our, don't our review might be better than the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I think it is actually. Yeah. Anyway. Pretty sure. But, um, or La Bamba. You know, hey, check out La Bamba, there you, you guys. Go. That's, that's our favorite, one of our favorite that's coverages. A, yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I think I've, I think somebody came across that recently too. That that were like, oh, hey, you guys did La Bamba. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, wow, that blast from the past. Okay, yeah, good. Hey, I'm glad somebody checked it out. Hey, even I still check it out. I mean, I, I go back and listen yeah. to our review of the the soundtrack over at uh, mu- yeah. Music Game. Yeah, brain, that was you know. So. Speaking of which, Music in My Brain. I was gonna plug that a little bit earlier. I, I forgot, but um, yeah, check me and Peter out on that because we did uh, cover. Top ten Biggie, top ten Tupac, and there was like some uh, some disagreements. You guys, it happens, you know, like in the world, because that's how the real world works. But um, but Peter and I did not have to go come to like visual uh, fisticuffs over it. We just discussed our 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 likes and dislikes of certain songs. Um, the other thing about music in my brain, uh, if you guys go into uh like the episodes on there, there is one called um uh that we did like a couple of months ago, or maybe three months ago now called uh problematic fave oh yeah, yeah yeah check it out you guys it's allegra myself and we're joined by rod and karen from the black eye with tips and it is ridiculous and we ended up i think going like longer than we thought we would just because we got like really going going off on it and there's some kind of cringeworthy songs <laughs> i guess there's some like really bad stuff and there's some stuff you're like oh my god just laughing because it's, it's too funny but anyway go check it out music in my brain that was a great episode for sure because uh i mean obviously you guys were doing your research and we as people who grow up listening to certain songs may right. not really think about it you know but once you yeah. start like listening to the lyrics and breaking it down you're like oh my god you know what? this is problematic so you guys did yeah. bring like to yeah. some songs where i'm like you know what i never even thought about it yeah and, and yeah. some were um were like okay i i knew this would come up for sure yeah. so yeah that's right. a little tease right there that that was a fun one and um i gotta I gotta give a shout out to karen because that's the first time i ever heard the word bop and i uh, oh. you know you know we'll both you and I, we're, we're men of a certain age, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. And, uh, yeah. So, so, so I don't always have my ear to the ground when it comes to these uh, new slangs and vernacular, but mm, right. that's the first time I had heard someone say that, and I'm starting to hear that more often now. So I was like, okay, you know, that's a, oh, that's a bop right there. You know, so I, I like that. Yeah. I like, I like hearing new slang. See, you guys, you learn something, not just in the history podcast. You learn it also in the music one hey, and in the TV at one. Court, at Quartet Parts, learning you experience. are learning. You are learning, learning. at Quartet Parts. You know, check we out will, all the We shows. will learn you, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, you know, having said that, check out QuartetParts.com where you can find a link to all of our podcasts, uh, you know, many of which we have uh, mentioned here. We also have a group page, Quartet Parts Podcast, uh, on Facebook. So just do a search. Both Mariano and I are in there. You know, yep. all the episodes we do are shared, you know, trailers of anything coming up uh you know it's um 
there's there's something for everyone uh in, in there uh, for sure so uh for me actually you know mariana why don't you give your plugs first where listeners can get a hold of you if they want to talk about anything that we brought up today or you know maybe yeah. about the, some of the shows that you say you cover yeah so um just check, check me out on twitter i'm at pop elefante that's at p-a-p-a-e-l-e-f-a-n-t-e and again we're mostly on uh, tv ate my brain we cover a lot of a lot of TV shows, actually, this last year we did quite a bit. Um, and so the next things that are coming up are uh, Marvel's Runaways. And um, I know at some point um, Stranger Things is coming back. I don't know if it's coming back this year. I think it's next year, right? Early next year. And Mr. Robot's final season's coming. And I believe that Stranger Things is also on its final season because I think they're only going to do three. So, and, you know, and, and down the line, there'll be more and more as we, we come along. One of the shows that we covered this last season that was pretty, like, to me was excellent was Snowfall. Snowfall was great. Uh, if anybody's out there checking it out or hasn't checked it out, uh, Snowfall and FX, uh, it's a pretty heavy subject, but it's, it's man, done really well. And there's a young actor, uh, Demran Idris, who kind of knocked it out of the park, like, quite a bit. So that's something, to, you know, to check out if you get a chance to. Also, do not forget to check out Cobra Kai. I am going to do it myself here. I'm going to be the one person that Peter has been harassed. I mean, talking to about it. And <laughs> no, I no I, I've it. literally been harassing people. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an understatement. I've been trying to get everybody. And people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll check it out. And I think they're genuine about it. But then I don't hear them say anything about it. So I was like, you right. know, they just didn't like it or they really didn't check it out still. But right. um I mean, but no, I'm gonna check it out just because. Again, I, I, the Karate Kid. I, I saw that movie in the theater. That's how old I am, you guys. And and I I remember like loving that the original, right? Like I I, I distinctly remember the Halloween the Halloween party and his costume, yes. uh, Daniel's costume, which was fucking fantastic. I was like, a that's a great. I, that's, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the Invisible Man. He's a, he's a shower. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I hope that uh, you know you decide to watch the pilot. Maybe it'll inspire you to go back and revisit that movie because it's it, it okay. holds up. You know, it's, it's such okay. a classic. Uh, Tom, yeah. who's my co-host on Cobra Kai Companion, when he joined me for Podstalgic to do Karate Kid, he hadn't seen it probably about the same amount of time uh, as you. Right. And he was like, "Oh my god, this this movie is so great!" You know, it just yeah, I have not it seen it from, in a long time. Yeah, yeah, in a long time. Mm -hmm. But I, I I and I remember like when it first came out. And then, you know, when it came out on video back in the day, a videotape, you know, I, uh, my friend had it. So we watched it like a bunch of times, but, but, but it has to, it probably has been over 20 years for sure. Oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah, easily. And, and they mm -hmm. do a good job with, with the show to um, incorporate scenes from the original too. So, so really you don't need to, but uh, just a fan of the movie myself, I, I right. you know, we could encourage anybody to go back and check out the Karate Kid if they haven't seen it. Cause right. again, it really does hold up that the writing is, is timeless. You know, things are dated, but, you know, the, the situations yeah. are still oh, the yeah. same. It's about bullying, you know, so. Right, pretty much, yeah. So, uh, cool. for me, if if anybody wants to get a hold of me on Twitter, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Paul Stalgic. Uh, I do got a little group page going called Paul Stalgic and Friends. But the Cobra Kai stuff we've been talking about, it's a very long name, but it's something from the show. So, if you've seen the show, you'd get it. But if you check out the show or you watch the show and want to hear some coverage or join a group, my Cobra Kai group page is called group, and you spell out the words period. And again, it's long as hell, but it's something from the show. And I think I might have gotten overly creative with that, or at least I thought I was being creative with it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe it was hard for people to find, but you know, we got a good amount of people, some active uh, um, uh, fan accounts on Instagram, you know, runners that are in there and, you know, a lot of people in there having some fun. 
So that's going to do it. I want to thank everybody for uh, checking out this episode. I hope everyone has a uh, happy holidays, and I'll see you guys next time. It was December 24th on Holland Sabbath the dark When I seen a man chilling with his dog in the park I approached him very slowly with my heart full of fear Looked at his dog, oh my God, a ill reindeer But then I was yelling for the man at a beer And a bag full of 30, 12 o'clock at noon Thank you for listening to the Court and Parts Podcast Network. To listen to more Court and Parts shows, visit courtemparts.com.